There's only one reason why the Bearcats dropped this game to Tulane on Friday. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, thank you so much for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day. It's free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel and follow it to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. My name is Alex Frank. I'm your host each and every day, former sports director of UC student-run media organization, Bearcast Media, where I was a play-by-play announcer and weekly radio show host covering Bearcats football and men's basketball. So... Cincinnati losing to Tulane 27 to 24. And the main reason why is because the Bearcats defense could not get a stop when it mattered most. The Bearcats defense was a strength all season, but not in key spots. And you can go all the way back to the Arkansas game where they could not get a stop on their final possession. You can go all the way back to UCF where they couldn't get a stop twice in the fourth quarter. You can go to ECU where they struggled. They did make plays in big spots there. But yesterday, or Friday rather, against Tulane, when the game was on the line, the Bearcats' defense looked looked a shell of itself. Tulane, final scoring drive. Four plays, 75 yards in 77 seconds. That's not something we have seen from this Bearcats' defense ever. Under Luke Fickle. Um, this is the difference between Mo Egger tweeted this. This is the difference between the Bearcats being nine and three and maybe being 12 and 0. It's not inconceivable to think this team could be 12 and 0. They have lost three games this year by a combined 14 points. That's less than five points a game. And you can say that's because of the offense, the quarterback, etc. I'm going to say when your biggest strength lets you down, which it did on Friday, that's what I look to. The offense put the defense in a position to make one final stop, and the Bearcats would would be hosting the American Championship. Instead, at the time of this recording, they're not playing for a championship. That's the difference. The Bearcats' defense, that has been the biggest strength over the last five years, all their weaknesses caught up to them at the worst time. The lack of depth on the D-line yesterday, or Friday, was glaring. No Leak Van, no Dante Corleone. The new-look secondary, Byron threats with a huge pass interference penalty midway through the third quarter. Had the the Bearcats had Tulane stopped on fourth down, Byron Threats gave them seven points. Untimely penalties. Vulnerable against the run. Yesterday, Tulane, or Friday, Tulane ran for 221 yards. Tajay Spears, who's the best running back in the conference, had 181 on 35 carries. Two touchdowns, average of 5.2 yards a carry. In years past, that you would count on the Bearcats' defense to come through against elite running games, 
against dynamic offenses and against some of the best teams in the country. Friday, they didn't do that. The identity of this program over the last five years is what lost them the game. It's not Evan Prater. It's not Tyler Scott's drop pass. All those things were critical mistakes. Prater's interception, Scott's drop. But the biggest glaring thing to me was how the defense did not impose its will on this Tulane offense. The Bearcats' defense allowed over 200 yards rushing. That doesn't happen very often, especially to a team like Tulane. I get it, they're having a great season. It's Cinderella. But you know what I also get? I also get that the Bearcats normally, especially at home, defend their home turf. That home game winning streak is now gone. Because the defense could not get a stop when it mattered most. Ivan Pace, and we look at some of the defensive numbers from yesterday. Ivan Pace Jr., 13 tackles, half for loss, only one quarterback hit, only one sack, that came from Eric Phillips, only two tackles for loss. Jaheen Thomas had a great game, 11 tackles. Jawan Briggs had seven, Van Fossen five, Deshaun Pace with four. Ivan Pace did everything he could, 13 tackles, only one of them solo though. But this Bearcats defense got ran over. Let's be honest. I didn't see them get many plays, get many plays that went for negative yards. I didn't see that. I didn't see many sacks in this game. In fact, I only saw one. So only five plays went for negative yards. Five plays. Out of a total of, let me place the two-lane run. Well, the point is this, right? 22 passes, 48 runs. 70 plays, only five for negative yards. That's not this defense's identity. And that's why this program is not playing for a conference championship at the time of this recording. When your biggest strength in years past against UCF in 2019, Army 2020, Notre Dame, Indiana, any team that the Bearcats have played, one thing you could count on was their defense to give them a chance. In this game, it was the offense giving the defense a chance to make a stop. And 77 seconds... The Bearcats went from looking like they were going to pull out another unlikely win to having everything end all of a sudden. Home game winning streak, conference championship streak, etc. Because the defense could not get a stop when it mattered most. That's why the Bearcats defense lost. That's why the Bearcats lost this game. The defense got ran over. They, They did not impose their will. On a two-lane team that, yes, is very good, but was beatable. All right, coming up, let's evaluate Evan Prater's first start of his Bearcats career. We'll get into all of that after I explain to you how this episode of Lockdown Bearcats 
is brought to you by Upside. Upside offsets inflated prices by giving you cash back on purchases. I use Upside everywhere. At the gas station, I use it at the grocery store when I'm dining out. What do I plan to do with all my cash back? I got a lot of options. Inflation has us all thinking about different ways to cut back. Um, I've had to, you know, look at how much I'm driving places. Uh, look how much I'm eating out. I didn't eat out all last week. Um, I'm buying less from the grocery store. We can all agree there's nothing fun about less, but that's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out with Upside. I don't have to cut back because I get cash back on every purchase. Um, if I didn't have Upside, um, I would have had to cut back maybe on tickets to sporting events. I don't have to, though, because I earn cash back on essentials when I go to the, gro the grocery store, when I dine out. It's so easy to get started. Just download the free Upside app and use my promo code LOCKED and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more next. Claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business pay as usual with a credit or debit card and get paid in comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs. You can earn three times more cash back with Upside. Their users, Upside users, are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. Download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. This episode of Lockdown Bearcast is also brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's so easy. I used it when I was sports director at Bearcast Media to hire a lot of our great staff members. I just created a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. I added the, my, the job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. You can do that just like I did. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. We got to finish the year strong and the right team member can do just that. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown college. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Sorry about that long pause. Thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen. For your next listen today, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So Evan Prater got his first start yesterday. I'm surprised I didn't lead off with that. I wanted to. Had the Bearcats won, I would have. Um, I thought Evan Prater's first start was – it. Um, Something to build upon, and unfortunately, it's the last game of the season, so you're only going to be able to do that in a bowl game. But I did see some things I liked. I wasn't wowed by anything, but at the same time, given the circumstances, given the fact that the Bearcats were down 10 points in the, four, in the second half, he could have easily folded. Instead, he led drives of let's see he led drives 
of 14 plays for 75 yards, 6.17 off the clock, in 13 plays for 63 yards, and 4.47 off the clock. So that's 27 plays, 138 yards, and over 10 minutes off the clock, over 11 minutes off the clock in the second half. For a first for a starter making his first start, a quarterback making his first start, that's pretty good. Um, he gave this team a chance to win, and those two drives that I just mentioned were after the interception. He made some great throws in the fourth quarter, and just to really, you know, 10 of 26 for 102 yards, but the running game is what really impressed me. 80 or 83 rushing yards on 18 carries. And the running game was completely opened up because of him, right? What we what I said all week last week was Evan Prater was going to find a way to open up the running game, and he did just that. It was Ryan Montgomery having his best game as a Bearcat. 95 yards on 17 carries, two touchdowns. Charles McClellan added 57 yards on eight carries and a touchdown. And the receiving totals for Cincinnati, I mean, they're nothing spectacular. But the throw to Will Pauling was great. Gave the Bearcats a chance to win the game. So just a tremendous um, tremendous rallying by Evan Prater in the third and fourth quarters to give the Bearcats a chance to win the game. And again, goes back to the fact that the defense, you know, let them down. This is a performance you can build on. But the question I have is, do you know what you have in Evan Prater? He's going to start the bowl game, but what about next season? Is this a performance that can be built on in the bowl game? And then you say, yeah, we have our next, we have our quarterback going forward. Or what about Brady Lichtenberg? What about Brady Dragish? Is this a performance that gives you confidence going into next season? Because I'm going to be honest, I don't really know. I thought he, you know, still needs to get better throwing the ball down the field. I thought he took off running too many times too quickly on Friday. I just think that there is room for improvement. I think he's got to get more comfortable in the pocket. I think it's a lot like Desmond Ritter early, and that's okay. He had the Bearcats in position to win the game. And for a quarterback making his first start under those circumstances, with that much pressure of the home game winning streak and conference championship on the line, it was... It was an admirable effort. All right. Coming up, what happens next for the Bearcats program? This is a very interesting topic that we're going to not only talk about today, but the next few days. So I'll explain after I tell you how this episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by Nissan. And this week's thrilling moment in college football is brought to you by Nissan. The thrilling designs behind the new lineup from Nissan are intended to empower drivers and vehicles as capable as the driver themselves. When I think of unbelievable abilities on the field for this week's thrilling moment, I would go with Will Pauling's catch of 19 yards in the fourth quarter. Bearcats down three, a toe-tap catch on the sidelines after Evan Prater bought time, rolled to his right, and delivered a dart to the sidelines. This segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs Featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles, pursue what thrills you in the all-new Frontier Armada or Pathfinder today. 
Available now at NissanUSA.com. So the Bearcats have wrapped up play in the AAC in the regular season, at least at the time of this recording. They could still go to the conference championship. USF at the time, at this point right now, if you're listening to this, you know the result already listening to this, but USF's up 39-38 at this time. So Cincinnati's played their final AAC regular season game. They may not play for a championship game. But they're going to the Big 12. But the competition will be stiffer. What is this team going to look like in the Big 12 after struggling through the AAC this year? I mean, this team barely pulled out games against Tulsa, USF, SMU, ECU. Now you're going to be playing TCU, Kansas State, Iowa State, Baylor. So many teams in the Big 12 were really, really good in much more tougher environments. You have, I mean... This is going to be a a challenge, especially because there's a lot of questions all of a sudden surrounding this team. What happens to Gino Gadouli? Does he stay offensive coordinator? And if he does, can he find ways to get better? You know, is he the right guy? What happens, you know, what's going to happen in the secondary? Are Byron Threats and Jaquan Shepard the futures of the secondary? What about Mike Tressel, defensive coordinator? He's done well, but the defense has faltered in big spots. Do the Bearcats need to fix the defense entirely from 3-3-5 to maybe a more traditional 4-3 or 3-4? And then I think about who's going to stay. Do Deshaun and Ivan Pace transfer? I'm sorry, go pro. You know, Ivan could, Deshaun could. What about Ben Bryant? Does he get healthy in the offseason? Does he come back? You know, is Evan Prater the starter going forward with confidence? Does Charles McClellan come back for a sixth year? What about Malik Van? What's this team going to look like going into the Big 12 next year? I mean, there's a lot of questions after a subpar season. You know, what bowl game do the Bearcats go to? Do people even really care about the bowl game? Who plays in that bowl game? Depending on who goes pro or not. This is the first time really since 2019 after the regular season and conference championship, that you really are struggling to, you know, know what the future of this team is. You know, they're not going to the glamour of a New Year's Six Bowl this year. So, a lot of questions of who plays in that bowl game, who stays, who goes. Does Gino Gadula get better? Does Mike Tressel get better? All of a sudden, there's a lot of questions. We're going to talk about them later this week. Tomorrow, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into if this was really a reloading year or is this program now in a rebuild? That's a very interesting topic. Plus, um, we're gonna talk about where um, Josh Wiley and Leonard Taylor were on Friday, the turning points of this season, how we got here, and then we're gonna talk about what needs to be what needs to improve on this team because we're now technically entering off season, recruiting, early signing. Very interesting time for Cincinnati Bearcats football. We've got it all right here on Lockdown Bearcats. You can follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's and an ATI. You can follow me on Instagram, AlexFrank9 underscore, or email me at Alex3Frank at gmail.com. Lockdown Bearcats is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. For your uh, thanks for making us your first listen every day. Lockdown Bearcats, your first listen today. 
For your next second listen today, check out the Locked On Sports Today Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. For Locked On Bearcats, I'm Alex Frank. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of your weekend. And I'll be back tomorrow right here on Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.